Hey, Maddie. What? What do you get when you mix a Virgo and a Sagittarius? A good time. A hot mess. <laughs> Hi there. My name is Allison. I'm Maddie. And we are two best friends from northern Minnesota who both enjoy low-maintenance houseplants, highly caffeinated beverages, and everything spooky. In our podcast, our conversations are going to range from being zen and mindful to strange and unusual. It's not a phase, Mom. Or is it? We're recording now. Ha ha. Oh. Ha ha. <laughs> Poopy. Poopy buttle. Stinky. Ha ha. <laughs> oh. How are you? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm good. I'm happy. Yes. Now we're just fucking with the microphone do, 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 to make do, sure that do, 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 do. we're prepared for this podcast episode. <laughs> Only got four minutes in. No hesitating. Do, do. Grab a boy and grab a girl. <laughs> Speed it up. Okay. Madonna. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Gotta get him up. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Bring it down now. Okay, hold on. We need to actually. Wow. When's the last time we recorded? A long time ago. Too Two long. months ago? A long yeah. time ago. Yeah, well, our last... Ep- this is episode 25 now. Aww. Finally. Is that right? Or did I goof on that? I might be 26. I don't know. Really? No, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry guys that we took a super, super long hiatus. This is 26. This is 26. Yep. We hadn't updated the website. We need to update the website. Ah. 25 isn't on there. It's on Anchor. The website. Yep. Oops. Whoopsie! Now that you're married, everything will align. Yes, we will have our weekly content again. Yes. Because we won't be running around like chickens with our head cuts off. Heads cut off. <laughs> yeah. I promise I can talk. I feel like my social meter is yes. at the bottom. It's negative. I had so many people, so many hugs, which is great. I love that. But now I need to hibernate. Yep. For... The next four years. Yes. We're just going to sit in this just room. Record. And we're only going to record podcasts. Exactly. We're just going to have friends through screens. And, yep. And then maybe and jump forget, in the lake. <laughs> maybe jump in the lake. Like, we'll still do stuff out here, but not. Make friends with fishies. Yes. <clears throat> One of our listeners came to the wedding. Yes, they That was did. so much fun. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. I am so happy that they were able to come. Yeah. How so was thank it? you. How, uh... <clears throat> How, how does it feel now that you're a married woman and that you can sit <sighs> and you can just cry if you need to? <laughs> oh, no. It, it feels really good. If any, like, I, I keep thinking that there's something I have to plan. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't have to think about anything. I mean, I do need to get thank yous out, but that doesn't have to be right this second. Like, yep. they'll, they'll get out. They will. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. I'll just send everyone a link to this. Thank you so much <laughs> for everything. For the gifts. For the gifts and the being present or not being present or yep. whether you gave cash, check, or a gift from our registry. <laughs> Thank you. Apple Pay. <laughs> Thank uh, you. No. It feels really good. Yeah. I'm really tired. Yeah. Like, it was an amazing weekend, obviously, but 
now I would just like to sleep. I feel like for the last couple months we've been like sitting at the top of a roller coaster, like yeah. waiting to go down. Yep. And then the wedding was the down part. And now we're like, now keep we're just... going down. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'm just exhausted. About to level out. Yeah. Yep. I, would, I would like to just hop on like the merry-go-round. That's the rest of life now. Merry-go-round. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> You guys can't see her, but she's, like, flexing her butt cheeks, so she's up <laughs> every couple inches. No, I, was, I was actually, I was moving the chair with my feet. Oh. I don't have a big enough butt that I can just flex them and, like, yeah, raise three inches. <laughs> <laughs> you can ascend to the heavens. You can meet what God. What cheeks do? <laughs> oh, dearie me. Well, we missed you all. Yes. That's so sorry. Sure. Shout, Shout out, out to Canada. Yeah. New. Yeah, we have listeners in Canada, so thank you all now. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is your first time listening, you're like, who are these people? Oh, God, yeah. Hey. Maybe we should just, what up? I'm Maddie. And I'm Allison. I kind of want to go by Allie with the podcast. I feel like. Do it. Allie, because you go by Maddie, sounds like. My name is Madison. Yeah. Madison and Allison. Uh, podcasting. No. <laughs> just... A little too MLM for me. So oh. <laughs> Just, just do, I'm, I'm Allie, so yeah. nice to meet you, everyone. Addie and Maddie. <clears throat> okay, beautiful. Yes. Well, now that we've introduced ourselves, let's pick a card. Yeah, that's what let's, I was, uh, that's what's on my notes. Let's card. So, that was my coffee cup. We're sharing a mic today because mine took a shite. Yeah. We don't, don't know how. Really. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't want to function, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Since you picked the last one. Yeah, you get to pick that one. No, I'm just getting these out of here because these don't. Go oh, in the deck. <laughs> opens the deck, picks the first <laughs> card on top. Yes, yes, ma'am. For those of you that don't know what we're doing, we're picking a tarot deck card. A card, yes. A card that yes. is um, going to set the the scene of the episode. Oh my God! Why did you spit on it? <laughs> I didn't spit on it. I just went. Just had to get my breath in there. Can you hear me shuffling? Oh, that's a, that's a nice shuffle. It's a shit shuffle. There's so many cards. Shuffle. We got fake nails for her wedding, and now we're just, like, incapable of doing anything. Like, basic tasks. I'm like, let's go back to square one. I can't even wipe my ass. How do I pick up things? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Okay. Pick a card, any card, and that's the one. Yes. Oh! Oh, what is it? Oh! Okay, Daphne. Okay, we got seven of wands. Scooby-Doo. You read it. I'm gonna read it? Okay, can I hand you this back? Yes, I will take it back. Thank you. The seven of wands. She looks... She does. She's got some, like, go-go boots on. We'll take a picture of it and post it, but... Yeah, she's got, like, an orange plaid skirt on, kind of clueless-y, with, like, black leggings and a... In a black, kind of like some, some kill star boots. Yeah, she looks like she's gonna fuck someone up. I mean, I don't know where these are. What is it? Eight of wands. wands. There we go. Eight, seven, 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 seven. seven. Yes. Have you seen Friends? That episode. Ah, uh, I've not Monica. seen all Friends, so no, I don't think so. Uh, I do know it. Oh, right, right. She's explaining you said that, yeah, the female body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, seven of wands. Your fiery drive has given you the strength and willpower to climb to the top of the cliff, only to have others try to knock you back down. You've succeeded, and you're oh. feeling strong. But others may be jealous. <laughs> I got a husband now. 
No, this is for the episode, not just for me. Yeah. They'll try <laughs> they'll try to make you feel less and sow seeds in doubt of doubt in yourself. Mm. Don't let them. You deserve to be here. Fight for yourself. I like that. Ooh, okay. Yes. We've made it to we've peaked. <laughs> I think that's what the episode is saying. Oh gosh. You guys have no. peaked. There's no need to uh, like carry it. on. Yeah. No. No, I like it. I do too. Don't no doubt. No doubt. No doubts. We got no it. diggity. No doubt. Oh. Okay. What are you gonna talk about today? Um. What were you gonna talk about? Way to just uh, throw me on the spot when I'm trying to find my <laughs> Google Doc. What's my job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about um, a 2013 haunted Elsa doll that will not yes. leave a Texas family alone. <laughs> let me go. Let me go. <laughs> Don't let me go. I love that. Yeah. What well, are you going to talk about, Allie? I'm going to talk about the Velisca Axe Murder House. Yes. And now that I said Velisca, I'm second guessing myself. Well, it's not Basilica, so. That's true. <laughs> Villisca. I think it's, yeah, it's Villisca. Yeah, Villisca. Okay. It'll be so good. Oh, yeah. This is a hefty one. So. I'm so excited. I apologize in advance. This would be kind of like a little bit of a... Uh, viewer discretion is advised. This one is very gory and it gets very detailed. Oh. Well, I'm going to Rockfest. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Boy. Okay. That was my phone. That was my schedule. Your, your, your work app? Like my you. scheduling app. Hold on, your PTO. Yeah. Congratulations. You can Yay. have a life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. that's exciting. You guys, everyone should come to Rockfest. It's yeah. in, it's in Wisconsin. Yeah. Cadet, Wisconsin. It's a, like, yeah. a three-day rock. Rob rock Zombie's yeah. gonna be there. Rob Zombie's gonna be there. Uh, Limp Biscuit's gonna be there. Oh. I'm not gonna have a Limp Biscuit there. <laughs> <laughs> be stale. <laughs> The stale biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes. That's exciting. Um, we gotta buy tickets for them. Yeah, I know. Like, right now. Me and Amanda. Okay. Anywho, um, <gasps> the moon yes, is well, almost what, what a half moon. moon. <gasps> yes. It's a first quarter right now. It's it is 47%. And it's a, it's a Virgo. Oh, moon. I love that. Shout out, Virgos. Yes. Oh, that um, makes me happy. That was a newborn, new, a new moon for our I was wedding. a newborn. I was a child. What? It was a new moon for our wedding. Yeah. It makes me happy. It was the best. Yeah. That was such a fun day. I cannot wait to get pictures back. Oh my god. Like, yeah. I mean, he sent a couple like little sneak peeks in the ones he had posted on Instagram, but. Ah. Wait, he sent you personally sneak peeks? He sent me one. Send it. Show me oh, right okay. now. Okay. What the heck? <clears throat> it was just in an email. I haven't. And respond. Oh, it's gonna be loud. Sorry. Um. So, guys, Allie had literally the wedding of our of our time. She had like <laughs> the there wedding. Were two guys on her side, mm-hmm. and we were all holding lanterns, and there was crystals on the inside. We walked down to freaking Belladonna by Stevie Nicks, and I was bawling my eyes out. It was it was pretty, pretty it was perfect. The best day. I think I'm still riding that high. Okay. Where's yeah. That I still, oh, I still wish we could have got a picture of me and Amanda holding hands. Yeah. Me and Amanda, her her sister, I like to call her my sister as well. Uh, yeah. Um, we were holding hands during the ceremony, and then we would both like squeeze each other's hand when it was time to like dot our eyes <laughs> and cry together. It was so cute. Yeah. So uh, good. 
I'm ready. Nice. I'm waiting. Down by the weirder. Oh. oh. I'm so happy. Yeah. You guys look so happy. <laughs> we'll post a photo on the yes. podcast page so we're not just like gawking over her wedding and y'all are like, I don't give a fuck. Also, who, I can't see. Who is this person? Is yeah. Anywho. Who are you? Where are you? Uh, who I'm am excited. I? <laughs> who are we? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm very excited to get back into it. I've missed this. Me too. So, sorry, everyone, but you understand. And if you don't understand, sorry. It, tough titty. Oh. Life happened. Okay. <laughs> Well, I don't know, you know, things get busy. It was definitely a big life event, so I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm not going to, like, not do wedding planning just so I can record it. I was like, okay, yeah, I got shit to do. But now we're back, and there's no ginormous life events for the rest of the summer other than, like, fun trips here and there, so we will actually be getting content out on a regular basis, and very excited because we got some good stuff coming. Yeehaw! And we can finally actually do stuff with Patreon, too. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be good. Yep. Do some, like, vloggy stuff. Shout out to your, like, wood-burning thing. Plug that right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you guys have, if you guys like crafts and you like supporting people who do crafts. You like crafts. <laughs> you like crafts. You like art. Um, <laughs> I recently started doing some, like, wood-burning activities, and I fucking love it. So, um, I have an Instagram. It's wood-burning by Allison. She's very good at it. And I only have a couple things up there right now, but... I've been making some funny signs, and I have some, like, like commissions or well, not commissions. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have requests from people that I'm going to start mm-hmm. working on. I'll post those as well. So yeah, basically, anything you could think of, I could make it. Yep. So, slide into my DM. Yeah, exactly. You supply the wood. I supply the wood. I'll go to the woods and get the wood. Fucking chop a tree. Let's you know? go. Yeah. Any Yeehaw. any excuse to to go out in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. But yeah, so that's been fun. Speaking of the woods, I know we're going like uh-huh. way down deep into oh, a rabbit hole, yeah. but I've seen so many TikToks about like, oh, in the in the Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. or... I was thinking we should do an episode about that, but I'm, oh so I'm glad you brought that up. If you hear your name in the woods, no, you don't. If you hear a baby crying, no, you don't. I'm like, oh my God. If you feel someone behind you, don't turn around. Yeah, like, just keep walking. Yep. Ain't nobody gonna break my ass stride. And she's like bawling down. No, but I was even thinking about that when we were home and we were in the pool and it was dark. Yeah, and what I heard. Yeah, I don't know what you heard. It, you can describe it if you want to, but for people that don't know who we are, um, back home for me and mm-hmm. my sister, well, and you two, um, live on a farm. There's like 100 plus acres. There's woods everywhere. And we were chilling out in the pool, and it was dark out. And Maddie, you heard a noise. Yeah, I, I kind of like, heard it, but like you can describe it better. It was like a, a metal swing swinging. Like a squeak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but very high pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was just like that. So if you heard that, you'd you'd start running. But it was only. <clears throat> it wasn't like uniform. Yeah, it, it wasn't was like something only... that was moving. It was just like every once in a while. Yeah. Well, you were just like, what? Panicking. What's that? Yeah. What's that? Well, and I think after experiencing that, it really kind of like cemented in the fact that like growing up by the woods, that's just your reaction to it. Like for me and Amanda, we were like, oh, just ignore it. Just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, just don't, don't think about it. Don't, you know, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't give it energy. Just, it's not there. It's not there. And then all those TikToks, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Because if you hear creepy shit in the woods, no, you don't. 
<laughs> Great. So now um, I'm possessed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. No, we went inside. Nothing bad happened. No. I mean, it, like, it, with any of those things, yeah, it could be weird animals, but you never know. Yeah. Plus, there's so much metal back in the oh, yeah. in the thing. I don't know. Who knows? It could have been, like, the pool pump or something. Oh, yeah, that could be, too. Oh, thank you. Um, all right, so let's get into Hello? spooky stuff. Haunted thank you. Elsa doll. Wonderful. Tell me. Tell me about the creep. The creep. Ah. January 15th, 2020, the Today Show put out this article. A haunted Elsa doll. <laughs> just what, should I read this in like a <laughs> teleprompter? <laughs> yes. A haunted you, Elsa doll <laughs> <laughs> just would not let this Texas family go. <clears throat> the Madonia family from Houston found out that Frozen is truly inescapable, as Emily Mad- Madonia wrote on Facebook that an Elsa doll she gave her daughter in 2013 kept finding its way back home after they tried to throw it out <laughs> in the garbage twice. So this is quoting what she wrote on Facebook. To recap, for those of you who have not been following our Elsa doll saga, Matt threw it away weeks ago, and then we found it inside a wooden bench. Um, no. So like we in were in their house or in? I don't know. Oh, didn't just say. okay. So we uh. were weirded out and tightly wrapped it in its own garbage bag, and then put another bag inside of it and filled that with garbage. And then put it at the very bottom of the garbage can underneath a bunch of old bags of garbage and wheeled it to the curb, and it was collected on garbage day. Yep. Oh my god. I didn't read that far last Oh god. Uh, we went out of town, forgot about it, and then today their daughter said, Mom, I saw the Elsa doll again in our backyard. <laughs> in caps. Help us get rid of this haunted doll. Oh my god. Madonia, who did not respond to a request from today parents, wrote on Facebook Tuesday, um... Which that, like, the doll sings the Let It Go song. Mm-hmm. Um, when a button on her collar's push began only singing and speaking in Spanish instead of English, even when it was turned off. Oh, God. Oh. La Llorona? <gasps> like, oh, my God. What Rat- would that sound like in Spanish? <laughs> I'm, I, I want, I'm curious. I'm curious. Hold on. This will be interesting, I promise. And if you are listening and you speak Spanish... You're probably just, like, screaming at us and be like, they don't know, but we don't. Okay. One second. Ah. 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 So, rather than believing that the doll had turned it into, like, a Chucky or Annabelle, the family initially figured it was some kind of prank. The doll has some marker on her from my daughter coloring all over the years, so I know the doll that reappeared was the original and not a replacement. Uh, Most logical thinkers believe it's a prank, but I don't understand or... How or when it was done, especially because the garbage truck had taken it away. <laughs> Rather than call in Lorraine and Ed Warren for an exorcism, they took the drastic measure of mailing the doll to an, in quotes, online running friend of Madonia's back in Minnesota oh. without a return address so that he couldn't mail it back. <laughs> Here you go, asshole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Madonia wrote that. The doll laughed for 30 seconds straight as she was putting it in the box to mail it, which has never happened Ew, before. Oh no. If the, in quotes, if the doll comes back, I might have to open my mind to some of the more supernatural solutions. Might. Try again, girl. Elsa arrived safely at the home of Chris Hogan, who taped the doll to the brush, <laughs> the brush guard of his Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> if anything weird happens, I'm welding her into a steel pipe and sinking it in the lake of the woods. <laughs> Oh my gosh! 
Do you have it? I do. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if this is if this is just what I found. Okay. Libre soy, libre soy, el viento me abrazará, libre soy, libre soy, no me veré llorar. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't like him missing. <laughs> so libre soy, that is let it go, let it go. I was like, ha ah, yeah, no. Let me go. <laughs> let, let me go. go. Yeah, okay. So either the doll is haunted or some crazy psychopath has dug the doll out of the garbage, broken into my house, property multiple times. I'm gonna go with the haunted thing, she said. She also yeah. addressed why she didn't just burn the doll as many people suggested, because it does no good. If there was something inside the doll, it would come out. You can't destroy what's inside. Honestly, I don't know if any of this junk is true, but I wanted the doll off my property ASAP. I was tired of it coming back and hiding in weird places. Uh, Madonia is just happy that the doll is taped to a Jeep on the other side of the country. (laughs) Oh my gosh. In the end, I'm just a mom and a violinist and a wife and a normal person who doesn't want to be forever known as the haunted doll lady. I'm fascinated by the unknown, though, and this whole experience has been pretty entertaining, but I'm extremely happy the doll is not anywhere near us anymore, and I hope to God it stays that way. Whoa. So, yeah, that's, like, something that you could just go buy at Target. Just super haunted and speak Spanish. Well, they said they had it for, like, a couple years. They had it for, like, three years, and then it started doing weird stuff. So, like... yeah. What what happened to it? I so I feel like it wasn't the doll. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's never the the object itself. Yeah. It's always something they get attached to it for whatever. The family reason. and then just like took the doll. I don't know. I mean, they got a book from the library. Did some freaky stuff. Oh mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Insert the Morty face. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, that's a good face. I like that. I think we've talked about this before in past episodes, but. For, like, our future children, I'm very nervous that they're going to be like, Mommy, there's a, like, man in the closet. Or, like, <laughs> there's a lady in the shower. And there's oh, my God. a child under the bed. I don't know. You just yeah. hear these stories of, like, kids. I want to be like, <laughs> No, <laughs> we're moving. <laughs> burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to burn you down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring you back. Where's the receipt? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Do you Amazon price match? <laughs> I would like to return to my child. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to hear your story. I know this story, but like, it's just so good. Do you know like everything about it? Oh, well, there might be some things that I've found that you don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. So, I think I already said like a little disclaimer, but it's going to be gory. So, if blood and guts makes you stress, this is your warning. (laughs) So, we already did the tarot card for for the day. And that was... The Seven of Wands. I had that in my notes. I was like, the tarot card for the day. Blah, blah, blah. All right. It's been a while. Gotta mm-hmm. like get back know, in the zone. Like so <clears throat> I'm just so excited and then I'm going to forget yeah. to breathe. Yeah. And I can't do that because then I'll be like, <gasps> and then it's just going to be a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So today I'm going to be talking about the horrific unsolved murder that happened over 100 years ago, not too far from us here in the Midwest. <laughs> and I was going to say any guesses, but you already know what it is. But what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Iowa? Corn. Yes. What I wrote is cornfields. Nice. But gruesome mortars, that's what it is. Ah. All right. So just jumping right in. Um, at the end of a quiet street in Montgomery County in southwestern Iowa is the town of Villisca. Population of a little over a thousand people, which is literally the population of my hometown. So it would be really weird to think of like... A brutal murder in like what am I go? 
I feel like if there was a brutal murder in Wanamingo, your dad would be like all over it. <laughs> be like, well, let's go check it out. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Everyone at the, the bar at JB's yep. would be like, did you see this? Yeah. Everyone, like you probably, everyone would know the person and yeah. the killer. So yeah. Yeah. Just a little insight. So yeah. Population of just over a thousand people. Um, so in that town, it's, it's a little old white house. Close by, there's a group of churches, and only a few, a few blocks away, only a few blocks away, is a beautiful park that faces a middle school. And the old white house looks like many others that fill the neighborhood, but unlike the others, this one lies abandoned and desolate. The house emits no light or sound, yeah. and upon closer inspection, the doors are found to be tightly boarded up. Yeah. There's a small sign outside that reads, Felisca Axe Murder House. And despite its ominous air, the little white house was once filled with the life from a Joyce family with young children. So the event that I'm going to be talking about would come to be known as the Velisca Axe Murders, and it would baffle law enforcement for over a century and even to this day. So on Sunday evening, July 9th, to the... One more time. On Sunday. On Sunday. July 9th. 1912, not 2012. <laughs> I was like... 1912. Oh like, I was, it was yesterday. No. <clears throat> In 1912, uh, Joe Moore and his wife Sarah took their four children, Herman, age 11, Catherine, age 10, Boyd, age 7, and five-year-old Paul to the Christmas Day service at the Presbyterian Church. Accompanying them were Lena, age 12, and Ina Stillinger, age 8. And they were the neighbors who had asked their parents' permission to stay overnight with the Moore children. The Children's Day service was the end-of-the-year Sunday school program. Sarah Moore was the co-director, and her children performed their little speeches and recitations along with the other Sunday school members. Now, the service ended with social mingling that lasted till at least 9.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And when the two young friends left on that cloudy, damp, and cool night... No one suspected that neither the Moors nor the little girls would ever be seen alive again. So sad. Yeah. So they walked three blocks to their home. Cookies and milk ended the festive evening. Evening? The Cookies and milk ended the festive evening. And they all went to bed. Good night. Forever. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So sometime after midnight on June 10th, 1912, the Moore family was sleeping peacefully in their beds. Joe and Sarah were asleep upstairs while their four children were resting in the room down the hall. In a guest room on the first floor were the two girls, the Stillinger sisters, who would come over for sleepover. So shortly after midnight, jumping right in. So with a name like Murder House, you know yep. the murder's going to happen. Yep. So shortly after midnight, the killer and or killers picked up Joe's axe from the backyard, entered through an unlocked door, which was not an uncommon sight for what is considered a small, safe, friendly town, and picked up an oil lamp from a nearby table, rigging it to burn so low that it supplied just enough soft light to lead the way. So it wasn't, like, super bright. It was just sneaking in. Or her. Or them. We don't know if it was great. We don't know. We don't know. Could Could be raccoons. It could be some trash pandas. Who knows? And they were walking right past the sleeping girls downstairs. The stranger made his way up the stairs, guided by the low light of the lamp and a seemingly unnearing knowledge of the home's layout. 
He crept past the room with the children and into the Moore's bedroom. Yeah. So Mr. and Mrs. So the sleeping couple were bludgeoned to death, and Jesus. Joe... Joe received more blows from the axe than any other of the victims. Oh, God. His face had been cut to such an extent that his eyes were missing. Oh, my God. And he was the only one to be hit with the sharp side of the axe. Jesus Christ. Everyone else was bludgeoned with the blunt end of the... What the... So he was the only one that was, like, chopped up. Why was they... Why, why was they so angry? Why was they so mad? I don't know. <laughs> why were they so mad at him? Yeah. What so, did you do? So the dad got sliced and diced... Uh, his eyes were missing, oh, and he was the only one Goosebumps. that had the actual chopping end of the axe. Everyone else was just blunted to death. <laughs> and then he made his way to the children's room and finally back down to the bedrooms downstairs. Then, as quickly and as silently as he had arrived, the stranger left, taking keys from the home and locking the door behind him. The next morning, the neighbors became suspicious, noticing that the usually... Um, rambunctious home was it was dead quiet and they alerted uh, joe's brother who arrived to take a look so they called the uncle and what he saw after letting himself in with his own key was enough to make him sick oh god everyone in the house was dead oh my god all eight of them bludgeoned beyond recognition the police determined that the more parents had been murdered first with the obvious force the axe had been used to kill them um was swung so high above the murderer's head that it gouged the ceiling above the bed. Jesus. Joe alone had been hit with the axe at least 30 times. The faces of both parents, as well as, as the children, had been reduced to nothing but a bloody pulp. What in the Lizzie Borden? Yeah. So Why? Like, Why would someone... Why? What? In, in 1912, uh-huh. what did they have so badly that everyone else had... Wanted like I don't, I don't know. Still on. It's nineteen twelve. What are y'all doing? They're babies. Those are children. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So the state of the bodies wasn't the most concerning part, however. Uh, once the police had searched the home, so after murdering the Moors, the killer had apparently set up some kind of ritual. So he had. Oh no. He had covered the Moors' parents' head. Oh, um, no. They'd covered covered their heads with sheets and the Moore's children's faces were covered with clothing and then he went through each room in the house covering all the mirrors and the windows with cloths and towels which is something that had been done in the past and still kind of done to this day at some point yeah. in certain cultures because it's believed that you know the soul of a person or the sphere of the person can go into the mirror so after there's a death they cover them up so that yeah. no one gets trapped in mirrors or windows which is very <clears throat> kind. I do think that is good. So, like, that, yeah. that is the one okay thing that he did, but it was odd for that time and for that town. They were like, what are, what are they doing? Um, so, after all the mirrors and windows had been covered up with cloths and towels, um, at some point he took a two-pound piece of uncooked bacon from the fridge and placed it in the living room along with a keychain. And it was just placed there. Want some bacon? <laughs> I'll go for some bacon. <laughs> <laughs> A bowl of water was found in the home, spirals of blood swirling through it. Uh, police believe that the murderer had washed his hands in there before leaving the property. And this is a quote. Um, Though he may have been delusional and psychotic, he was sufficiently in touch with reality to execute a rational plan designed to accomplish his purpose. His action uh, was neither furtive... Furtive? 
Do you know what that means? I'll look it up. Okay. F-E-R-T-I-V-E. Furtive. So it was neither something. Attempting to avoid or notice. So avoid notice or attention, typically Ah. because of guilt or belief that Um, it would lead to trouble. Okay. So I like that word. I like that. So he was neither that nor hysterical. Um, He did not hurry from bed to bed nor from the house as soon as the killing had been done. So he didn't just, like, scram afterwards. It wasn't a frantic thing. He, like, it was very strategic, took his time. Mm. And so he, like, methodically killed everyone, staying in the house for a considerable amount of time after they had all been dead, which is odd. Think he knew him? I don't know. He had to have. Maybe. You don't just, like, kill a random family, right? Some people do. Ugh. I mean, Richard Ramirez, he was the most random killer. Yeah, I don't like that. I still won't watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too nervous. Yeah. Yeah. The random ones, it's just like, lock your doors, lock your windows. Mm Mm-hmm. Lock your eyes. Get a dog. (laughs) Get a dog. That is. Lock your eyes. I don't know. Just lock everything. Don't look. Don't. Oh, gosh. Yeah, get a dog. Get a get a loud. It it doesn't even have to be a loud big dog. Just get a dog. Just get a dog. Something that barks. Yep. Like as annoyed as it can be. Like when Tucker's just barking his head off, I'm like, oh my god. Like it. I get it. It's annoying. But then again, when he barks randomly in the middle of the night, I'm like, was that someone trying to bark in? Who knows? Yeah. Not Thanks, thinking about buddy. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like way to go. Even though you're kind of annoyed sometimes, I'm glad that you're loud. Yep. All right. Well, jumping back into the to the horrors. Okay. So by the time the police, the coroner, a minister, and several doctors had thoroughly perused the crime scene, Mm. word of the vicious crime had spread, Mm. small town, and the crowd outside the home had grown. So officials cautioned the townspeople against going inside, but as soon as the premises was clear, at least 100 townspeople came in. Holy shit. And, you know, they gave in to their gross fascination, and they traipsed through the house and the one, you know, there's blood splattered everywhere in that home. And they just walked right through it. Uh, one, it's just like Lizzie Borden. Yeah, just busting in. Copycat. Like, oh, what's happening? Could be a copycat. Let's see. Uh, no, because, oh, yeah, Lizzie Borden was what, 19, 18, 19, 48, no, 18 something, 18, I, August 4th, I think, 18. I think 18. So it must have been a copycat. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe not. It's just very similar. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It is interesting. So one of the townspeople even took a fragment of Joe's skull as a demented keepsake. What the hell? And I'm like, dude, no. And as for the perpetrator of the Velisca Axe murders, the police had shockingly few leads. A few half-hearted efforts to search the town and surrounding countryside were made, although most officials believed that with the roughly five hours head start that the killer had had, he would be long gone. Bloodhounds were brought in, uh, but with no success, and as the crime scene had been fully destroyed by the townspeople, a few suspects were named over time, and none of them panned out. The... I wonder if, I wonder if the killer led the townspeople through, like, because clearly he knew be. what he was doing. Yeah. And then he was like, "Whoa, a murder! Yeah. Let's go look at it." I mean, he definitely could have been like, he could have done everything. Went to town, had some coffee, had some breakfast, and then. Once the townspeople are like, there's been a murder. He's like, oh shit, what? Let's go take a look. He could have been in the crowd. Right. But since it was such a small town, obviously, if he was with the group, everyone must have known him and not expected that. So Right. Or her. I mean, who knows? 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the first suspect was Frank Jones, a local businessman who had been in a competition with Joe. Mm. And so Joe Moore, the father that had been bludgeoned to death, he had worked for Jones uh, for several years in the farm equipment sales business before leaving and starting his own rival business. Uh, so there was a little bit of bad blood there. Literally. Um, literally. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> And there was also a rumor that Joe was having an affair with uh, his daughter-in-law. Oh, God. <clears throat> the, like, the Joneses' daughter-in-law. So, like... Oh, okay. I was like... Not his own. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of insane. No. <laughs> um, though no reports were ever, like, I don't know, they were not found. So, the townspeople insist, however, that the Moors and the Joneses harbored a deep hatred for each other. Though no one admits it was bad enough to spark murder. Sure. And I feel like that's the thing, like... When a big thing happens, <clears throat> people are like, oh, well, they don't, this could be a suspect, this could be a suspect, and, like, yes, yeah. like, you can have people you don't like, but, like, brutally murdering an entire family, children included, a little bit different than, like, oh, you're a shitty person, you copied my business deal, right, I'm gonna you slash your tires. Traffic, it, yeah. I feel like murder is very, very, I don't know, that's a big step. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a big jump. That's not usually what we go right to. Yeah. Wonderful. So, well, it's not wonderful. Don't <laughs> don't murder people. Okay. Murder. Judas Snow. All right. So the second suspect seemed far more likely and even confessed to the murders, uh, though he later recanted, claiming uh, police brutality. So we don't know. His name was Lynn Kelly, and he was the most likely suspect for the case though he was never actually convicted. So, Lynn George Jacqueline Kelly uh, was an English immigrant. Who Why had, does he have, like, seven names? What is that? He's just extra. Lynn George John Lynn, Kelly? Lynn George Jacqueline Kelly. Lynn George Jacqueline Ken, Ken, Kelly. Kelly. Ken and Lee, <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. Sound it out. <laughs> I don't want to... I wanted to say Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Jesus. No. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, that's but, what I was thinking, too. John Jacob... Okay. So this person had a history of sexual deviancy and yeah. mental problems. So, kind Gross. of creep. Uh, he even admitted to being in the town the night, ugh, being in town the night of the Velisca Axe murders, and he admitted that he had left early that morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, though his small stature and meek personality led some to doubt of his involvement, there were certain factors that police believe made him the perfect candidate. Kelly was left-handed which police determined from the blood spatter um, that the killer must be left-handed. Whoa. Which is so cool. Yeah. Fun um, fact, uh, uh, left-handeds... Left-handeds. Uh, left-handed you know. people are more likely to become an alcoholic. Really? Were you the one that told me that? I think so. I think so. You are yeah. at my work and you were like, hey, BT oh, yeah. Dabs. And like, you were like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. anyway. And apparently murder. No, yeah, and okay. apparently murder people too. <laughs> yep. So look out. <laughs> so he also had a history with the Moore family, as many had seen him watching them while at church and out and about in town. So he was just kind of like, just like looking out if he was like checking out the daughters or something. I don't know. Just overall creepy dude. A dry cleaner in the nearby town had received bloody clothing from Kelly a few days after the murders. Uh, he reportedly also asked police to act for access to the home after the crime while posing as a Scotland Yard officer. 
Oh. So he seems a little guilty. So a wee bit suspicious. Just a little bit. <clears throat> so at some point, after a long interrogation, he eventually signed a confession mm. detailing the crime. However, he almost immediately recanted, and a jury refused to indict him. What? For years, police looked into every possible scenario that could have culminated into the Villisca Axe murders. Yeah. Was it a single attack? Part of a larger string of murders? Was it likely to be a local perpetrator or a traveling killer? No one knows. Simply passing through town and taking an opportunity. Such an odd way of putting it. Yeah. Just passing through, looking for something to do. But I feel like... Go to a, go to a museum. Go sit yeah. in a coffee shop. Don't, well, don't they didn't have coffee shops, but go sit and go turn sit butter. If, if they have a dry cleaner. They had a dry cleaner. Yeah. Go sit at the dry cleaners. Sit there. I don't know if they're really churning butter and... It's 1912. A little. I think they were more advanced. Slightly. Than that. Just ever so slightly. <laughs> oh, so they probably did have a coffee shop. They probably did. Or like a. It's probably like a diner, maybe, but. Yeah. Just a town. When was stand. Annie? Like 1920s? I have no idea. Okay, so a little earlier than Annie. So they were still. It was like Titanic. Going to the laundry it was man. like titan- Titanic time. Yeah. So like fancy, but not like. Yeah. Churning butter. I saw, speaking of Titanic, I saw a TikTok the other day that was, what's a scene in a movie that you shouldn't laugh at, that you do? <laughs> and it's when the guy, like, jumps off the Titanic and then mm-hmm. hits the propeller. Yeah. And he propels <laughs> I know. himself. I, know. <laughs> I laugh oh, every gosh. single time. And I was so happy that someone else did. Yes, and it wasn't just you. Like, oh, God, <laughs> like, that's so morbid, but <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> so, Murder makes you sleepy. <laughs> just, it, it calms me down. <laughs> so soon, uh, reports of sim. Ooh, that was my chair. My bad. So soon enough, reports of similar crimes happening throughout the country began to pop up. And though the crimes were not quite as gruesome, there were two common threads. The use of an axe as a murder weapon and the presence of an oil lamp said to burn extremely low. What? And those were both found at the scene. Or like found, you know, with the crime that they knew. Yeah. That was happen, but Weird. despite the commonalities, uh, no actual connections could be made. The case ran eventually, eventually ran cold, and the house was completely boarded up. Yeah, keep those demons in there. Mm-hmm. So no sale was ever attempted, no changes were made to the original layout, and now the house sits at the end of the quiet street as it always has, while life continues to go on around it. That's so scary. Undeterred by the horrors that were once committed within. <laughs> What town? Villisca. Oh, duh. Villisca town axe murders. God damn it. Okay. It's okay. Where, where was it? It was in Iowa. <laughs> Sorry, Iowa. <clears throat> so, on June 10th, 2004, we're jumping. Jumping. Yep. Hold on. Buckle up. Grab your tube. We're jumping in. The okay. tube, I, I got, I, I took like the water route. Oh, okay. Like, jump in the water. Okay. Grab your tube. I, grab your, grab tube. your inner tube. Okay. Inner tube. I, just a tube. Any tube. Any a sort pipe of tube. Yes. Okay. Grab your tubes, y'all. My dogs are back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, 2004. Fourth Wall Films released a documentary feature. Um, feature film. I promise I can read. Velisca, Living with a Mystery. Uh, which first premiered in Des Moines. It's where my family lives. Really? Yeah. It's where my coworkers from. Nice. Filmmakers Kelly and Tammy Rundle combine period photographs, 
computer animation, original art, limited reenactments, and interviews with historians, eyewitnesses, town residents, and forensic experts experts Whoa. to shed light on the then 292-year-old oh, mystery. <laughs> the 200 and 192-year-old <laughs> mystery. And then it's old. It's old. Okay, so Ye shed old. light on this old mystery and to reveal the face of a new suspect. Dun, dun, dun. So the documentary now available on DVD uh, features Edgar Epperly. Uh, Edgar Epperly. Edgar. And the historian considered the foremost authority of the Velisca on the Velisca murders. Sweet. I'm having a hard time reading today, my bad. We're so excited. Yeah, I just, just, just I'm jumping ahead. I'm switching words, so like, just buckle up. <laughs> so, ten years in the making, the documentary explores the possibility that the Velisca crime and similar murders in Monmouth, Illinois. Um, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Ellsworth, Kansas may have been the work of one of America's first serial killers. A new documentary about the Slains made its debut Monday, June 10th, 2013 on Facebook. Uh, Rockford, Illinois filmmaker Stuart Wallen premiered the Axeman Enigma, a real-life inspirational behind Slay Utterly to coincide with the Velisca murder's 101 anniversary. <laughs> so this is a quote <clears throat> that he said. Velisca is most well-known in the series of crimes, largely attributable to the popularity of paranormal TV shows that have featured the house where the murders occurred. And that's where he said, in Rock River, Illinois. That's times. so sad. Yeah. I just feel bad that, like, those babies died. I know. And, like... It's like a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. And, but what few people realize is that the Velisca crime was not unique. So, during a two-year period, so from 1911 to 1912, a rash of eerily similar axe murders swept across the Midwest. Leaving unique crime scene signatures in his wake, it is believed that the axe man may have been responsible for at least two dozen murderers, said Wallen, mm. and no one has ever been brought to justice. So, the documentary is really aimed by educating people, aimed at educating people about the case, also while generating interest in our upcoming feature film... Um, noting that the Axeman Enigma release also con coincided with the Kickstarter fundraising campaign Slay Utterly, modern crime thriller. Um, this is, <laughs> I, I wrote, okay, I wrote these notes a long time ago, <clears throat> and this is a lot of information about movies that don't really have much to do with Basically, things. a lot of people made a lot of movies That's about it. I'm just, yeah, I'm skimming yeah. through that, I'm like, I don't need to read all of this. Yeah, so this IMDB is... was made for a reason. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I guess that's the, this is my last thing. Then we'll okay. get to um, kind of like first-hand stories of people that have stayed there. Oh, God. So with the creepiness. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so in 2017, ooh, uh, a new fictional horror film, The Axe Murders of Velisca, was released. That's on Netflix. I wonder if it still is. Nartflarks. Indeed. <laughs> Nartflarks. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> so, Nart Flarks describes the film as three ghost hunting teens get more than they bargained for Ooh. when they break into the historic home where eight people were murdered over centuries. <laughs> <laughs> Just a momentary possession, don't mind her. That was nice, I like that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 
Oh, really? This is another quote. So this quote is from the Daily Iwin. It's Iwin? actually Iwijin. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> listening to the whispers of disembodied voices was not something I planned on falling asleep to. The voices, reminiscent of Postletongue from Harry Potter book series. So, like... Like the snake, Parcel Tongue. Yep. Yep. So if you haven't seen Harry Potter or don't know what I'm talking about. First of all, why? You're wrong. There could, yeah. We're sorry, but I'm going to explain it because maybe, I don't know. Everyone's probably like, we know what yeah. Parcel Tongue is. But essentially, like, snaky whispers. That's yeah. what it is. Um, so the voice is reminiscent of <laughs> caused me to open my eyes and examine the 19th century esque living room where the Daily Iwin team slept. No one was talking. No one was moving. I shivered, knowing full well that whatever or whoever was talking, it was not a being of this world. But that's what student journalists like me, Madison, get for spending the night in the Velisca Axe murder house. Why would you stay there? Why would you do that to yourself? To your loved ones? I don't know. To to your skin? (laughs) To your ears, <laughs> your ears, your 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 uh, neurological system. <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh gosh, to find the truth. <laughs> so a group made up of this is continuing the quote. I was not there, but this is a quote from this person. So a group made up of myself, projects editor Brooklyn Drazy, visuals director Katie Goodall, TV director Bailey Kachong, <laughs> and director. I, I think it's C. Con- C-I-C-H-O-N. Sikon? Sikon? I don't know. <laughs> You're <a> sikon. <laughs> it made me think of like, ka-chow. Ah. So that's why I said it like ka-chow. that. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. I don't know. Okay. And documentary director Jake Mage stayed the night in the house to learn more about its history and see if we could spot some ghosts. And they did, apparently. They sure did. Continuing on to another quote. <clears throat> the family's tragic story was, has caught the intrigue and curiosity of people from across the state of Iowa in the U.S. In the U.S. I don't know why I had that. In the U.S. The emphasis on the wrong syllable. Okay. Tour guides Johnny Hauser said paranormal investigators and the public have all been keen on spending the night in the house. Their main reason for spending the night? Well, to see if the ghost is... The house is truly haunted, of course. Leaning on an old-fashioned black iron stove earlier that afternoon... Hauser told the Daily Iowan that in his 15 years of working at the house, he has stayed there overnight about 400 times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's longer than I've ever stayed in a single house in my life. What? Damn. Yeah. 400 nights? Wow. Well, that's a lie. I've been here a couple years. Okay. I was like, wait, what? You've moved every single year. Most of the time. Yeah. That is true. Damn. So visitors not only <laughs> sorry, so visitors not only bring their own beliefs and camera uh, paranormal gear, they also sometimes bring toys for the ghost children to play with. How adorable! That is sweet. I like that. I would bring toys too. Yeah. Uh, these gifts can be seen scattered across wooden floors of the children's bedrooms, most of which consist of gla- <laughs> glazed donuts. <laughs> most of which. <laughs> Fishing out my phone. I need the charger, but I assumed that it was going to be a lot quick. It's 93. Can I take it? Yes, you can take it. It's a good charger. 
glazed donuts. Back to you. Okay. <laughs> Toys. <laughs> Most of which consist of glassy-eyed dolls. Oh, God. With broken plastic smiles. <laughs> Bouncy balls and toy sports cars. So how's your added <laughs> cars? That the three-bedroom house has been remodeled to look as it did when the Moors had lived there, complete with old-fashioned furniture, including the beds, uh, which the DI team chose not to sleep in. Like, the beds. Obviously. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Hello. that. So walking into the house felt like a moment frozen in time, as though someone had locked up every memory, word, and action inside of it and thrown away the key. According to Hauser, uh, the murderer placed sheets over each mirror in the house. To manufacture the same look from June 9th, 1912, the mirrors were covered with white sheets. Huh? Covered with what? White sheets. I thought you said bite sheets. Ah, uh, yeah. Took oh, bites rawr. out of the sheets. <laughs> white sheets. Cloths. Cheesecloth and doily. <laughs> You're like, bite sheet? Where? <laughs> Uh, your phone is called Dino Nuggets. <laughs> it just popped up. She's using my laptop to charge, and a software update is required to connect to Dino Nuggets. <laughs> what the fuck? No, we're not. That gonna... is me. Well, my brother-in-law, when we were on our trip, he named his phone an absolute unit, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. So then I thought I'd like Dino Nuggets. That is, that is good. So now I was just like, what? And I was like, ah, oh, it's the phone. That's what it is. Yep. Mine, <laughs> like, is, hello? My, mine is Phonator 2. Because I thought Phonator? it was... Yeah, I thought it was funny, like, phone, but, like, Terminator, like, the Phonator. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I read it, like, the Phonator. That's in my head. Why do we... Why do white people do this? Because... Why do people name their phones? Because we're funny. Yeah. Or very sad. <laughs> we can be both. <laughs> Okay, so mirrors were covered with white sheets. Oh, God. Spooky. When he first came into the house, Hauser said that he was super into UFO conspiracies, um, but thought the idea of ghosts was stupid. Uh, that Yeah, fuck th- that. Fuck <laughs> all weirdos. Mm. That was until he heard footsteps while he was alone in the house. While cleaning one day, the guide heard someone walk upstairs and shut a dresser drawer. Thinking that someone had broken in, he walked up the stairs to confront what he believed to be a trespasser. This is a quote from him. So I go up to kick this guy out, but nobody's up there, he said. I talked to my buddies afterwards, and they're all saying, like, oh yeah, houses make noise. <laughs> like, I'm fully aware of what a footstep is at this point in my yeah. life. I'm not a complete idiot. Right. And that's what kind of got me started into staying in the night. <sighs> yeah. And then does it 400 more times. I mean, if you like it, that's your thing. The tour guide has also witnessed objects moving, chairs rocking, and has even heard full-on conversations upstairs when no one else was inside the house. But he's never seen a ghost. One time, a photography student took Hauser's photo with a Civil War-era camera in the attic. Um, The photographer believed that the lighting was too dark and that the photo wouldn't turn out, he said. But when the photo developed, he noticed a shadow behind him. Then I got into looking at the shadow, and its shoulders kind of went straight down, and mine kind of went out. So that kind of made me instantly think of a shadow, and I'm not about that business fall. That's not his shadow. Nope. Oh my god. 
It was daylight. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shadow. It was still daylight. Hauser had left, and the DI, which is the Daily Iwin, uh, ah. the crew, was capturing footage and taking notes of the two upstairs bedroom and the attic where the killer had supposedly hid out until uh, the family and friends were asleep. So some people think that the killer like hid in the house while they oh were my out. God. Oh no. And then he like came down the stairs, they're not sure. I know originally we had said that the person entered through an unlocked door. Yeah. That could have been too. We don't know because it's still unsolved. Um, but this is one of their thoughts. So if they were hiding in the attic um, until the friends and family were asleep, so this is kind of reenacting their head. So the yeah. team headed down the steep stairs with myself heading down last. Right before I reached the bottom, I heard footsteps behind me. Oh my god. Ha ha ha, I just got huge spinal bumps. <laughs> spinal. Spinal Get that checked out. I got bumps on my spine. <laughs> I'm going to read that again because I like that. Okay. Okay. So this is the, the Daily Iowa team. So the team headed down the steps with myself heading down last. Right before I reached the bottom. God. I heard footsteps behind me. Confused, <gasps> I whirled around thinking someone from there had come behind me, but no one was there. And it wouldn't be the only strange thing happening in the house that night. Oh, I've got a couple more pages. This is just, just quotes and stuff from creepy stuff. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the house owner, Martha Lynn, said her husband Darwin put a bid on the house in 1994 when it came up for sale despite her objections, and neglected to tell her that he had won the bid for about two months. Don't lie to your wife. Don't buy haunted houses when when your wife is like, don't buy that, and be like, oh, but it's a nice house. Don't buy it. Oh my, (laughs) disobeyed the wife. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Then you're double haunted. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So the couple owned and ran a museum on the history of Aliska at the time, but Martha sold it after Darwin died in 2011 so that she could focus solely on the house. So she ended up being okay with it. Mm. I was going to say, did she murder him? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the 83-year-old was born and raised in Villisca. So between 1912 and 1994, the house had been remodeled and modernized, adding a bathroom and doing away with the porch to make the kitchen larger. So like they used a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha and Darwin used photos, court records, and details from people who had lived in the house before its modernization to restore the home over the course of two years. Oh, God. So it was, like, it was made modern by all these other people, and they're like, no, let's bring it back to the original and make it look like it was when it was the murder house. Oh, God. Yeah. So Lynn said that they received no grant money to restore the house. I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) I'd give them $5. Surprise! Wow. Uh, So they didn't receive any money, and they didn't have a lot of money on their own. They were farmers, so Darwin figured out the restoration himself and found what needed to be done from other houses that were being torn down. So he literally just, like, learned from other things and was like, well, I can fix it up. I know I work all day in the farm, but yeah. let's just keep going. So it was all on our pockets and Darwin's ingenuity, Lynn said. So we came up with what we thought was a reasonable, was a reasonable, like, house of what it looked like mm. in... 1912. So mm-hmm. that is kind of what it looks like. Lynn said that they had inadvertently picked a good time to restore the house with uh, movies such as The Sixth Sense, 
and Candyman creating the buzz for the supernatural. The buzz had, has yet to die down with paranormal investigators, both amateur and professional, uh, coming to the house every day and night to find proof Holy of ghosts. Shit. So even though the house is fully booked for overnight stays in October, Hauser said that they did have to briefly shut down once COVID pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, overnight tours have still been popular. Uh, the house's income has taken hit from the lack of daytime tours, which makes sense. Um, Can you believe all that energy moving through there? <sighs> Whatever's there is probably just like, like fuming off this yeah. energy. Like, leave me alone. Whoa. Or like, I thought like sucking it up. Well, that's that, that too. Could be either. Could be both. Yeah. It could be like, I just want to like pass on, but you're giving me all this energy and all these people walking through, keeping it like active. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? I don't want these creepy old toys. Give me a Barbie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's a Jack's game? <laughs> Give me an exactly. iPad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Spoons? No. <laughs> Hoop and stick? No. <laughs> So, this is another quote. Uh, it says that it just kind of destroyed Iowa tourism for a bit, which makes sense. Pandemic ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, beyond being drawn in by ghost tours, plenty of people come into the house to learn about the crime itself and learn from it. Lynn said that schools and universities will bring classes to hear their story, with one college professor from Nebraska bringing her criminal Nebraska. justice students... Huh? I just said fucking Nebraska. <laughs> okay. So they bring their crim, uh, criminal justice students every other year. Judges and police officers will also come for continued education to learn about the crime and what happened after. Whoa. That's cool. I know. Okay. It's like a learning okay, thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is another quote uh, for Lynn, the, the lady. Uh, she said, so I get all kinds of people, that's for sure. Doctors, lawyers, nurses, teachers. The DI crew did a bit of our own uh, investigation, paranormal investigation, Mm -hmm. while staying at the house. Using a twist-turn-on flashlight, we attempted to ask if any of the spirits were in the house by having them turn on the flashlight off to no effect. However, when the light was being used for its intended purpose, sitting untouched on the table while the group spoke, the light changed in intensity when no one was touching it. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> now, while some of the group did hear thumps or other sounds that mimicked um, that of someone else in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-mm. No. No, thank you. Recordings of the group trying to speak with spirits did not provoke a response. More than anything, I felt a great sense of unease while lying on the couch, struggling to fall asleep, bathed in the brightness of one floodlight. Uh, this house felt like the only place on earth. And that we would never escape it. Just like those who may have been lingering. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So those who have been lingering after the murder. We formed one friendship during our stay. A stray cat that wandered into the house. Like it owned the place. It's yelling at the door as morning light came in through the windows. Created a feeling of the spell breaking in the house. Whoa. It reminded me that the outside world was still out there. Mm -hmm. And I was free to go at any time. That's crazy. Cats are like, all right, don't fuck around with them. Get out of here. You're fine. The air was chilly as we began to stir and go outside. Well, the house still felt like a moment out of time. And it was one I could step away from. And while the team packed their cars that morning, the same question, the same mystique, the same wonder, lived rent-free in everyone's mind. Is this house haunted? Yeah. 
Simple questions do not always warrant simple answers. Each team member held a different opinion on whether or not the house was haunted. Some say that they couldn't definitively say whether it was haunted, but heard footsteps and whispers and other odd occurrences. I mean, I feel like if that much happened, like, yeah, it's fucking haunted. For Hauser, uh, possible conclusions are endless. However, he had said that he doesn't believe that ghosts are attached to the house because the family's lives were tragically cut short. You know, they're tied to the house, and they can't move on because they don't have justice or peace with the whole thing. I don't know how much of it I buy because I've never ever heard of ghosts being trapped in a location until Beetlejuice because of the sandworm. (laughs) 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 Perhaps, he added, haunted places can be created by people. Guests can possibly bring spirits with them into the house. Maybe something else was there before the murders. Or it could be just some spot in the world where it's just bad. Yep. Now, are there weird spots in this world like that? I'm like, okay, it's real now, so why is it haunted? Mm -hmm. You know, the same question. Like, how come you never have a ghost that died two weeks ago? How come it's always 100 years ago? The lady that died over 100 years ago. Is it ghosts? Or is it just little slips in time? Whoa. I like that quote. Yeah. There's a lot of quotes. I feel like it's not a lot of, like, um, I mean, obviously it's my own research, but, like, Mm-hmm. I like finding quotes from people that have been in their house. That's crazy. It's not just like, this is the Wikipedia article. <laughs> <clears throat> I did a little digging. I like finding like current things. So they currently offer daytime tours as well as overnight tours, now that COVID's kind of calming down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the website states, for history buffs, history buffs. History roughs. Ooh. <laughs> Rough and his- buff and tough and... So, for history buffs, true crime enthusiasts, the faint of heart, schools, or clubs, since opening the house to the public, it has been the host to school groups from across the Midwest, as well as individuals interested in history, crime, or those who just aren't ready to tackle the house after dark. The place for an individual um, daytime tour of the house... The price, not the place. I promise I can read. The price? The price. The price is right price. in this Villasca house next. No, no. The price for an individual daytime tour of the house is $10 a person, 12 and older. Seniors uh, 65 and over are $5. No reservations needed. Just show up Tuesday through Sunday, 1 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Wow. It's kind of a short window for tours, but okay. Wait, when is it? Tuesday through Sunday, <clears throat> mm-hmm. 1 p.m. to 3.30. Oh. That's like one tour. <laughs> yeah, right. No reservations needed. You either are there you're or you're going. not. Goodbye. You're going or you're not going. <laughs> so overnight booking for 2021 will start on the 21st. I think this was from a 2020 article. I don't know. Okay, anyways. So overnights at the Velisca house typically begin at 4 p.m. After a walkthrough tour of the house and grounds, We simply turn over the key and head on home. You will be asked (laughs) to leave... (laughs) I would do it. Um, You will be asked to leave the key in a predetermined place when you leave, no later than 9.30 a.m. Overnight tours are by reservation only, and we suggest that that you limit your group to 10 or less. Any more than that, and the small house gets even smaller. Bring your sleeping bags and pillows so you will be comfortable while sleeping in the house. The barn is located a few feet from the house and has a restroom, water, and electricity. So there's no electricity in the house either. Holy shit. Absolutely mm. not. <laughs> you don't want to go there on a little girl's trip? No. It's only in Iowa, a couple hours away. Fucking Iowa, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
if, we have people from Iowa. Yeah, no, we I love you. Yeah, I think like it's kind of the thing with Wisconsin too. Like, ah, fucking Wisconsin, but we love Wisconsin. Right. It's, I feel like I do eventually want to go to Iowa though because well, I mean I've been there, but like because of the um, day the music died when mm, like, the Buddy yep. Holly Museum. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. Definitely. But I don't just want to like go to Villisca. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just for this. Well, we'd have to go just for that, but yeah. I don't want to just, like, go to Iowa. Yeah, that makes sense. So, if it's spring or early fall, a blanket and heavy coat are a good idea. It's a little chilly. Uh, the ghost has little heat. However, depending on the weather, it's always a good idea to come prepared. The ghost or the house? The house. You said the ghost has <laughs> oh. little heat. <laughs> like The ghosts are chilly. Bring them a jacket. <laughs> So, photographs, videotapes, and audio recordings are encouraged. However, we would appreciate it if you share anything you capture on film or tape. The price for an overnight visit is a minimum of $428. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> per person? It includes tail... No, it, it it allows one to six guests. So Holy like shit, six I was people. like, absolutely not. <laughs> $10 or $400, <laughs> which allows uh, for one to six guests... Uh, each additional guest after that is $75. Not a bad deal. Maverick doesn't like that. He doesn't want to go? No. Nope. Okay, well, that's all I got on the Velisca X murder house. That's amazing. It is still unsolved. I feel like it probably was the dude that was weird and had beef with the guy and then, like, brought his yeah. bloody clothes to a dry cleaner. Yeah, that's really But weird. it also could be a weird coincidence. Because mm-hmm. that has definitely been a thing, too. Right. Happens. Happens enough. Creepy, creepy. That's amazing. I would go there. I don't know if I do an overnight tour though. I feel like I don't fuck with those. I feel like I would would want to, but I wouldn't want to like stay all night. Like I do like mm-hmm. a night like a flashlight tour, sure. and then go home in my bed. Yeah. And smudge myself, <laughs> and sleep with my dog. <clears throat> right. But I feel like you wouldn't like actually get any sleep there. I'd like I'd go there after dark, but I don't really want to like be. Yep. Immersed in the. Yeah. And the ghosts that are chilly. A bit too hefty. Well, yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. That was, I think that was a good one. Jump back in. Yeah. <clears throat> we're so A little ready. bit of ghosts, a little bit of gore. I want to get of... back into, like, astrology stuff, too. Yes. I was thinking we yes. could do, um, like, a compatibility mm. episode where we, like, read off those books. That's a good mm. idea. <clears throat> I like that. Yeah. I think that'd be super Definitely fun. Definitely do some more, like, witchy shit. Witchy shitty. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> Yesterday, two days ago, three days ago, time is of the essence. I, time I, is I, fake. Yes. Um, uh, so anyway, a few days ago, whenever, mm-hmm. recently, I made a, um, a bedtime mixture, tincture, I guess you could call it, oh. that I put in my laundry. Oh. So I, like, made tea, basically. So it was lavender clothes. and lemon balm and chamomile. And I was going to find mugwort mm-hmm. and skullcap, but Those in our area. They have them in, like, tincture form, but, like, not, like, not plain herbs. herbs. I'm on Amazon, <clears throat> though. Super cheap. I don't want to. I'm so, I'm, in, I'm impatient. Because, like, the, the, Aren't we all, though? Capitalism and yeah. big corporations Jeff, and Jeff Bezos fucking Bezos. I yeah. Just, yeah. Anywho, anyway, so I, I uh, steeped that all together. I threw my bed sheets in the wash. Did you smell you smelly girl? <laughs> God dang it! Um, and then I put the tincture in it, and Yummy. now my sheets smell like chamomile. It's, oh yeah, but the mugwort is supposed to, um, like 
help with nightmares. Oh, yeah. And the skull cap. Nope. Skull caps nightmares. Mugwort is exhaustion. Oh. So. You can I also go make, find it somewhere. Like little, um, <clears throat> like little sachets and like put it in your pillowcase. Sachets. <laughs> yeah. Sachet. <laughs> I have a bachelor's you want to buy a sachet. <laughs> want a sachet? Like a tea sachet? I always thought a sachet. It's not a sachet. Well, you know, you learn something new every day. I guess it's one of those words that I've always read and I've never said, and then I say it, and then I'm like, ooh, oh no. <laughs> yes, you could make like a little, little, like a, like a sack. Yes. It was called a little, like, like a, a little, little pillow magic herbs. sack. A magic <laughs> We are not allowed to be on the internet. <laughs> Slid into our DMs for all of your magical sack needs. <laughs> okay, for real though, like I would sell those. Oh, I definitely would. I too. would make those yeah. individually. I will make you a magic sack to put in your bed. You know what? That's what we should. We should honestly like. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. Grab all the herbs. I mean, I got like I got the herb knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we got like the witchy knowledge. And we, we have got, friends that have crystals. Have crystals. And... Mom can make bath stuff. I'm saying. We talked about it a long time ago. Maybe that should be a thing. I would totally do that. I feel like people would buy that stuff. Would you guys buy that stuff? Would you buy it? Say it right now. Yes or no. Oh, thank you. They probably said no. 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 (laughs) You're just thinking about it. You're thinking about it. You're not sure. I'm just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you are. (laughs) You're going to do it. Or we'll send you the haunted Elsa doll. (laughs) We'll find it. Or we will find it all. Get it possessed. And then send it. Can I have this possessed for... (laughs) Blank in. I mean, you blank can you can buy haunted dolls on eBay. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, you can get like a Dybbuk box. A what? A Dybbuk box. Nope. <laughs> no. What's that? I don't even know what that is. I don't want. You don't know though. about the Dybbuk box? No. Ooh, that's gonna be my next episode. But I feel episode. like every time we talk about dolls on this episode, that's not how you spell it. So okay, so we have this note on our phones that's shared with all of our like hashtags and stuff I scrolled to the bottom and all of a sudden I see Tucker and Lil Wayne and I'm like what the fuck is that for (laughs) we just randomly started writing things one day and and now Lil Wayne has made an appearance in in our episode you don't remember what that's for no I do oh I I do think now this should this episode should be dedicated to to Lil Lil Wayne's magic sack (laughs) That was loud. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna pause this and make sure it's uh it's fine. It's good. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, thanks for listening. Thank you all so much. We, we love will, you. We love you. Shout out to the newbies that yeah. just joined us. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. No, send no. us your address. We'll send you stickers and haunted objects. Yeah. Maybe bath bombs. We could do because I guess haunted bath bombs. Haunted bath bombs. We could do like bath bombs. Crystals in it. Yeah, dude. We had don't don't say our <clears throat> Okay. We're trademarking everything. Trademarking we just said. patented twenty twenty two. Yep. It's us. Okay, anyway. Wonderful. Uh where can you find us, Allie? Well, we're on Instagram at it's not a phase pod. Sure are. We have yeah. daily daily themes. Yep. On Instagram. Starting today again. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> <do-dee>. 
Uh, we have a website. Yeah, we do. www.bush. W. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's not a phase mom podcast.com. Mm-hmm. We're on TikTok. We need to. We're making a TikTok after yes. this. Yes. Right okay. now. Okay. Not a phase mom podcast. Facebook. It's not a phase mom podcast. On Patreon. It's not a phase mom. Also available on. For your listing pleasure. We're on Anchor. Apple Podcasts. Breaker. Google Podcasts. Uh-huh. Overcast. Pocket Cast. Radio Public. Spotify. And Castbox. Wonderful. Beautiful. Incredible. Hey, yes. Amazing. Feels good to be back. Oh, and yeah. And we are going to put out <clears throat> amazing content, messages, <clears throat> slide into our DMs if you have things that you want us to talk about. Or just Any, say hi. Well, yeah. I mean, saying hi is good, too. We yep. like making friends. Yep. Maybe we'll come to your wedding. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. All right. Thank you. Space. Spay. Spay yourself. Spay and neuter your animals. <laughs> okay, Bob Burke. <laughs> One dollar. Okay. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. We out.